0: Well, hey, welcome back to the Simpler Podcast. My name is Daniel Newberry. I'm the youth pastor at Mountain Bible Church, and I'm joined by the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Philip, L-
1: <laughs> Mister Philip Lindsay. What's up, guys? It's been a while since we've uh, done an episode. It has, uh, but we've heard that you are desperately awaiting. Well, that's maybe too strong. Crying over. at night, anxiously awaiting, mm-hmm. uh, slightly T- excited pillows. About yeah. a new episode. Yes. So, we've been gone for a while, uh, mm-hmm. taking care of our normal youth pastor jobs. We've been in the season of winter camps. Gosh, winter camps. Winter camps. Winter camps. It's been awesome. I, Lots I can of hear fun. the screams right now. Yes, the uh, nightmares. <laughs> the nightmares. <laughs> Lots of fun, <laughs> laughter, learning, teaching. Dan, you still got one coming yep. up, right? Yep, got a w- uh, middle school winter camp coming up. But in by February. the time this
0: airs, it'll be too late to have signed up. So, if you didn't mm-hmm. sign up, Sorry. I,
1: I'm sorry. I'm going to miss you. And we already had our middle school winter camp, so right. sorry so, we missed you. Yeah. Next bad. year.
0: Hit us up in su- in the summer. Yeah, or Summer there you camp. go. Summer camp works, summer camp. too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we've been doing that, taking care of our, our normal duties, but we're back. We're back. We're back. We're, back. we're happy we're back. to be back. Also, we want to do a couple of little shout-outs. Yeah. There's been some... Uh, Some sports successes happening. Yeah, middle Um, school
0: boys um, basketball basketball team doing doing incredible lately. Yeah, some volleyball uh, girls are doing
1: really good. Mm -hmm. Also, shout out to uh, uh, what's his name, Gavin Palace. Uh, He uh, went to a had a middle school state wrestling tournament. What uh, this past weekend, and he won it. Classic, Gavin. Class. So well done. Good job, Gavin. We love Uh, you, Gavin. I'll wrestle you anytime. (laughs) I will not. Let's go. I
0: never went to state, so do not wrestle me. He's a little guy. Oh, okay. I'll wrestle you.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, so uh, today we're back on uh, talking about theology, trying to take uh, complex ideas about God and make them simpler Mm. for you guys Mm -hmm. to understand. So uh, the next two weeks, we're going to be doing a two-parter on uh, God the Son yes also known as Jesus yes uh, so we talked last episode about the father before that we talked about the Trinity so the overarching idea of our next two episodes is uh, we want you to uh, understand who Jesus is mm-hmm. and what Jesus did yes who Jesus is and what Jesus did so yeah. today we're focusing just on who Jesus is is, and then next episode, we're going to be moving into what Jesus actually did, why we follow Jesus, what we believe about, what he accomplished with his life and his death and resurrection. We'll get into all that next episode. So today, uh, who is Jesus? The simplest way that we can uh, describe who Jesus is, is that Jesus is both God and man. Yes. Fully God, but also fully man.
0: 100% Fully,
1: yep. Fully divine but also fully human. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm going to take a couple minutes and I'm going to explain maybe what it means when we say that uh, Jesus is fully God. And then Daniel's going to take it away and explain a little bit about what it means for him to be fully human. So fully God, fully man. Don't mess up. Don't mess up. (laughs) I could say things that are wrong. I'm working really hard to not say things that are wrong, that the church has historically uh, proven to not be right. So we'll we'll tread, lightly, tread here lightly. with this one. <laughs> so uh, I want to start off uh, talking about this saying that much like the Trinity mm-hmm. uh, this idea of the incarnation is what it's called when when Jesus took on human flesh God and man 100% together uh, is something very very mysterious. So there's things that we can know about it from scripture Mm -hmm. and we can know about it from what the church has thought through and talked about in the past. But there's always going to be this level of mystery uh, that we're not going to be able to explain away. And I think that's a beautiful part of it. Um, So as we go through this and we're trying to help you guys understand it a little bit deeper, uh, if you don't fully get it, Welcome to the club. That's right. Welcome to the mystery. And
0: I think God intentionally
1: left a lot of it
0: that way. He doesn't want to be fully known, and I don't think we could fully know him in this life.
1: I think we'll be, yeah, and I don't even know if we'll get there in eternity, but we'll always be getting to know him more and more and more, which is awesome. So uh, here is what I mean when God, we say that Jesus is God. Uh, He's divine, Mm -hmm. okay? So if we remember back to the Trinity, uh, one of the things that we said is that the one true God, we believe in one God, is none other than the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Mm. Okay, so God is the Father, Son, and the Spirit. And these three persons, Father, Son, and Spirit, have always and will always exist as the one true God. Okay, Jesus is God. He has always been God and he will always be God. God. So here's some truths I want you to know about God and his divinity or Jesus and his divinity. I'm going to kind of rapid fire these. uh, And these are just (laughs) things that you can you can find in Scripture. Uh, We know from Scripture that these things are true about Jesus and his divinity. Uh, Number one, he's eternal. Uh, That's what I just said. He has always been God. He will always be God. Uh, Jesus didn't come into existence uh, when he was born as a human. That was the moment in history where he took on human flesh, Mm -hmm. but he existed for eternity leading up to that moment. Uh, Something else that we affirm in believing that uh, Jesus is God is we believe that he's sinless, Mm -hmm. that when he uh, was here on this earth, Uh, He did not ever once in thought, word, action, anything, uh, sin, give over to the power of evil and participate in the evil that we call sin. He is sinless, uh, has always been and will always be sinless. We believe that he is all powerful, Mm -hmm. that as God, he has access to the full power of God. He can uh, do all that God uh, can do and does all that God can do. So he's all powerful. Um, we believe that him being God uh, means that he's in perfect relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Father, Son, and Spirit uh, are in perfect relationship as the one true God. Even as he was here on this earth in human flesh, he was still in perfect relationship with the Father, which is awesome. (laughs) So so that's super cool. Um, He plays a key role in God's plan for redemption. Mm -hmm. If you remember, we we talked about in the Father episode how each of the three persons of God play out these different roles in accomplishing the the plan of God. And Jesus, as God, has his unique role to play Mm -hmm. in that plan, which is what we're going to talk about a lot next episode and then the last two things are this. Uh, he is the perfect picture of who God is, which means uh, if we want to know who God is, we can look at Jesus. Mm-hmm. Anything that Jesus looks like is representative of who God is and that's a beautiful thing because I think it makes Jesus uh, it makes God more accessible mm. to us. And the last thing is this, and this is really where Daniel's going to take it away. Uh, is he is the perfect picture of what it means to be human. That's right. Um, if we ever are wondering what is it, what's my purpose as a human? Mm-hmm. What does it look like to be human? Uh, how do I struggle well as a human? How do I uh, treat other people well as mm-hmm. a human? We can look at the example of Jesus, who was fully human, is fully human, and uh, see that picture and right. uh, see it as one that we can follow and. Uh, emulate. Yeah, which know, is why if you read through it.
0: the Bible, you'll hear, you'll, you'll read uh, authors refer to Jesus as the second Adam, mm-hmm. and that's what that means, that the yeah. first Adam, the first human created, failed as a human. Yes. Jesus is the perfect Adam. Yes. He's the he's the, the rendition of what humanity was supposed to be. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, going to leave you with this before I turn it over to Daniel. Um, ultimately, uh, how can we believe that Jesus is divine? How can we believe mm-hmm. that jesus is god i think it's it's there's one one thing that uh we can kind of look to and go okay jesus is god and this is why uh number one he claimed to be god yeah okay so when he was here on this earth and he was teaching he said he said i am the son of god i am god mm-hmm. okay if you know me you know the father all of those things uh but we can't just leave it at that because anybody could walk around and sure. say I'm God, believe that I'm God. And right. 2,000 years later, people might still believe that that person's God. Unlikely. Uh, but here's how we know uh, for a fact that Jesus is who he said he was um, it's evidenced by the resurrection. Yeah. Jesus said, I'm God. I'm going to die for the sin of the world. And then the Father is going to raise me back from the dead, proving that I am more powerful than sin and evil itself yeah. and that I am God. And it happened. And so if you're ever wondering, how do I know for sure if Jesus is God? Uh, it happened. So mm, yeah. that's how we know. His
0: death and resurrection validated validated his claims, his claims exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: so he's God, but he's also man.
0: He's also man. And, and and the thing is is like we can talk about why it's so important that Jesus is God and I think we all fully understand it's really important yes. to believe that Jesus is God.
1: And if you want more information about why that's important, go back and listen to our Trinity episode. If yes, you have it. we covered we did, a lot of that we there. We did
0: talk about yeah. that there. Not that I remember, but apparently you remember that. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so, if not, we'll do another <laughs> bonus episode. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, sometimes though, it's hard to argue or even think of why it's important to believe that He's man. Yeah. You know, it's like okay. So he was a human. So what? You know, why does that matter? Well, I want to just kind of give you a few a few reasons as to why it's important that we believe that Jesus was a human, that he came as a human being, and that while he was fully God, he was not any less human mm-hmm. than anyone else. Uh, in in Colossians, no, I'm sorry, Philippians chapter two verses six through seven. You can should double check me on this. Um, the author, uh, the Apostle Paul, he writes and he says that Jesus was himself. Equal with God, mm-hmm. but he did not consider that equality as something to be exploited. So instead, he emptied himself of all of his glory, literally emptied himself of all of his his godlike glory, and and, and humbled himself as a human. So it's important that Jesus that Jesus is a man because it means that he limited himself in some way. Well, you know, you just talk about how incredible he is as God; yeah. that he is the fullness of God, mm-hmm. but we say, okay, so why does it matter that he's a man? Well what matters is that he he was the fullness of God and then he chose to limit himself yeah. to becoming a man. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean Jesus Jesus was limited in the human body in the same way that you and I are limited in these human bodies. He bled just like you and I bled. Mm-hmm. He felt pain just like you and I felt pain. When the nights he were cold, he walked
1: from place to place. That's right. He, had, yeah. he couldn't
0: fly. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he, like, he, he was chose God. not to fly. He at chose least. not to fly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he chose to limit himself in this way. Yeah. Like he, 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 if he, if the nights were cold, he was cold. Mm-hmm. He needed a blanket to warm himself. Like, yep. and he got tired. He had to rest. Those are not attributes of God. Those are attributes of a human being, mm-hmm. okay? So it's important to understand that we believe that he was Jesus. That, I mean, well, we do believe he was Jesus. Well, yeah. We believe that he was human, <laughs> that Jesus was human, because uh, the importance of that is that it shows us that he was just like you and I. Um, it's also important to understand he was tempted in every single yeah. way that you and I were tempted. So I say, like he limited himself in the sense that he was, uh, he, he was limited as a human, but he also experienced the curse of this world. Yeah. So you know, um, like I said, he felt pain. Pain's not normal to this world. It's it's an it's a foreign thing in this world. It's something that inserted itself into the world when sin entered the world. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to be able to feel pain in God's kingdom. There is no pain. But Jesus chose. To become a human and experience the curse, and he also chose to experience temptation. And yeah, he kinda,
1: he, it's kind of this idea of he he opened himself up to experiencing yes. it, right? Yeah. So like, there in in life, we can open ourselves up to experience things, or we can keep right. ourselves from experiencing things. Yeah. Uh, if if I don't want to experience the fear of heights, mm-hmm. I'm not going to open myself up to that experience by right. walking out onto the edge of a building. Right. Right. And exactly. So, but Jesus in taking on human flesh, opened himself up to experience yes. things like temptation or yes, pain. Right. The, the cursed things of the world, yeah.
0: Right. Jesus was tempted to sin. Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4 both tell of when Jesus was tempted to commit sin. He never did. Mm-hmm. He never committed sin. And whether... You believe he could have or couldn't have is a whole different conversation, and we'll say <laughs> that maybe we'll do a, a, bonus, episode on that. Or, yeah, yeah, a bonus episode. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's bonus episode. That would be less of a simpler podcast That'd be <laughs> more complex. Um, but whether no matter what you believe, he didn't sin. He he mm-hmm. was tempted to sin, yep. but he chose not to. He 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 did not. Well, he okay, I'm getting into it now. But he just didn't <laughs> sin. Let's just leave it there. All right? He just didn't <laughs> sin. Um, we're not going to go there. Uh, but but he did. He did. Understand temptation, and in Hebrews chapter four, yeah. and in chapter four verse fifteen, uh, the author writes. He says, "We do not have a high priest that's Jesus, who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. So we have Jesus who is interceding for us right now between humanity and God. He's interceding." And, he, and he's not interceding with God saying, look, I don't get why they keep messing up, <laughs> you know, but, but they do, and I've covered them, okay? I died on the cross. No, no, he says, man, I know, they're, they're going through, they, they are facing insane temptation. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like. I was there. Mm-hmm. I felt that. And, and that's why I saved them. That's why I died on the cross. Because they can't be perfect. They cannot save themselves. He knows what it's like to struggle with temptation. He was tempted in every way, yeah. yet completely without sin. So what, what's really important about the fact that Jesus was human, he bridged the gap between God and humanity in the sense that he physically brought us close, mm-hmm. but also spiritually he bridged that gap because he understood temptation, and then through his death and resurrection, he, he, he bridged that gap. He merged that gap. Jesus is currently sitting at the throne of God as a human being, not as a spirit, as a human, the first human to ever be in the presence of God, mm-hmm. Jesus made the way for us to be able to do that. So, what's what's the coolest thing about Jesus' uh, humanity is that he understands our temptation and he identifies and sympathizes with our weaknesses. <laughs>
1: Alright, so before we uh, get into why that matters in our life or, you know, how that actually applies to our life, uh, we're going to take a little intermission and we are going to talk about, <gasps> spoiler alert, that was probably really loud in the microphone, sorry <laughs> if you had your AirPods in and just, I blew no. up your eardrum, but uh, we're going to be talking about the new Spider-Man. Yes. So, if you haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet, mm. uh, shame on you. Shame. Alright, and if you... You don't want to hear about it. Just don't listen to this part. Right. Don't get mad at just us. skip on through. It's, it's been long been enough. It's been out for like two months now. It's been long enough. Or like a month and a half. Y- yeah.
0: You're fine, okay? <laughs> and you've probably seen everything on Instagram. Anyway. <laughs> all so, the memes. They're yeah,
1: out there. They're out there. So, uh, Daniel, Yeah. give me your... just. What's your impression of the new Spider-Man movie?
0: Let me put it to you this way. <laughs> it was simply incredible. That's all I can yeah, say. I agree. It was an incredible movie. And, and the thing is, like... What, I grew up watching Tobey Maguire As Spider-Man Yes He was my Spider-Man Yes And so To see him Come back I mean I have never Clapped for a movie In my (laughs) life Never But in that theater Down in Phoenix In the IMAX Tobey Maguire Walks through that portal I was applauding (laughs) I I was applauding I I gave a little yelp I was like This is it You know This is my guy I was just And to see all three of them Working together And honestly That storyline could have been done Really poorly
1: Oh yeah, really. Poorly. Yes. But they did incredible. They did a good job. I was, I was, uh, I went in blind. I hadn't seen any of the trailers. Oh wow. I didn't want to. I didn't want to see any of the trailers. I didn't want to know anything. How did that you do was, that? Uh, How did you avoid I'm all not, that? I'm not on social media the whole time. Oh, okay. I mainly hang out on Twitter. People like don't really me. talk about that kind of stuff yeah. on Twitter. Oh, okay. So, uh, but uh, avoided all that, and I just man, when I was sitting. In the theater, my wife had had seen some of the previews, so she had a little bit of an idea what was coming up, what, what was happening. And I saw the claw <laughs> and, of Doc Ock, yeah. and I was like, I looked at Taylor, and she was like, I was like, is that Doc Ock? And she was like, giving me this little smirk, and I was like, then my mind, I, at that point, I was like, I, I'm excited yeah. for what's yeah. about <laughs> to happen. And then I saw the Green Goblin oh, bomb, man. yes, and I was like, so. The first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out when I was in fourth grade, okay. right? and I saw that thing in fourth grade. Mm. The Green Goblin scared the living crap out of me, <laughs> just absolutely yes. terrified me, yeah. right. and to, when I saw that bomb and it's happening again, I got shivers, <laughs> like, that guy's coming back yeah. and I'm terrified of that guy. It was scared. The movie was great. That it was, was so great. I, I loved how they, uh, like you said, the storyline, Like, yeah. I don't know how to explain this, they let they brought back the Spider-Mans mm-hmm. from different universes as if they had continued to live their life from the point of their movies. Which was really cool. Which was amazing. They didn't yeah. try and make Tobey Maguire look like he was still the same age as when Toby right. Tobey Maguire movies kind of ended. Right. They let him live his life. He's yeah. in a whole new stage. He's yeah. kind of more of a mentor type mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. And I just loved that they went that route with it mm-hmm. instead of trying to force... It to be like they're all experiencing the same thing at the same time. There's yes. something really cool about that yes. picture of older, uh, stronger, wiser yeah. Spider-Man who's moved into a different stage of life. the Spider-Man who's still dealing with some of the, the guilt mm-hmm. and the regret of living that life. Right. And then Spider-Man just lost in the middle and trying yes. to learn and become really a man in yeah. the midst of what he's experiencing. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was just... It was so good. It really was. It was so good.
0: And and honestly, I would say like the highlight of the movie, the guy who stole the show was Willem Dafoe. Oh, Re- yeah. we, you kind of touched on this, reprising his role as the Green Goblin. It was better than the first time. Which is incredible yeah. that he was twenty years later yes. to do the same role and do it better. Yeah, it was better. Ugh, Willem man. Dafoe is like he deserves an Oscar just for being Green Goblin. Not even Northern's for any movie in particular. Oh, that man. line. That line. That line. When he, when he said um, When Doc Ock said How does it feel Dude, You're gonna be full again He said Just you He goes Just me And it's like You can hear the goblin in that and you were leaping. like oh yeah. This isn't good it oh, is It's not just-
1: good Man Yep uh, there you It was go. a good dang movie It was Then it was. The youth pastor joke Was great past- Yeah they, All my kids They're like You <laughs> 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 <awesome>. like that <laughs> That's sweet I appreciated it Me too Yeah Me that too was good Oh, so. well, yeah, so if you haven't seen it, uh, you, you should, know everything about it, you should definitely no. see, oh, you know what? I don't know if we have time for this. Should I say one more thing? Yeah, okay, I'll cares? say one more thing. Uh, one of the most powerful mo- moments to me uh, in the movie, and it' and I think it just speaks to like the power of like r- redemption moments mm. when things that did not end well initially get redeemed and uh, the picture oh. gets shifted. But the moment where Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was able to save MJ falling off the building and just that difference of like when he's trying to save Gwen, Mm -hmm. he -hmm. threw the web Mm -hmm. and snapped her neck or back or however Mm -hmm. she died. I don't know exactly how she died, but she dies that way. But then to make certain that he went down and grabbed her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then set her down it, that moment right there was i'm getting chills just i know I i'm getting chills and thinking about when it. when he was crying uh, was like, oh man i just just a,
0: and then some people in the theater laughed And what is wrong with those people come on that is not a funny thing that is a true. heartwarming yeah. chilling broken moment yes
1: no that's good that was Gosh. awesome well yeah great point. yeah that was my mm.
0: Go see the movie. If you've you've already seen it, see it again. I saw it three times. I saw it just on with Rachel. I need to see it again. Mm -hmm. I saw it with Nick from uh, uh, Rimview Community Church. Nick went and saw it, and I saw it again with my students. I'm going to see it again.
1: Sweet. Do it. I'll go with you this time. Let's do it. All right, so that's enough about Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the goals that we've had with this podcast is we don't want to just fill your heads with knowledge about who God is or, or what he's done. We, we want it to be something that actually changes and shifts and shapes and forms who you guys are. And so because I know this about God, it changes something about the way that I live my life. So yeah. Daniel, when it comes to uh, knowing that Jesus is both fully God and fully mm-hmm. man, how does that... Um, kind of shape and form, uh, the way that you follow him in the day to day. How does that affect um, your relationship with him as you go throughout your days?
0: Well, I mean, you know, I would love to. I would love to start just by finishing off that passage in Hebrews four yeah. that I st- that I talked about earlier, where it says that that he was tempted in every way, yet without sin. Just right after that, it says, therefore, he Paul gives us a command. He says, let us approach the throne of grace. With boldness, Hmm. so he talks about how when we're in a time of need, when we're facing temptation, when we're facing um, when we've just fallen into sin, or we're facing—I mean, I think we could even say just any form of pain or suffering—we can approach God's throne boldly, not not timidly, not with shame in our hearts, but boldly. When I think of this whole concept of, of of Jesus being fully God and fully man, it reminds me. That even even when I'm struggling with something, a lot of times I don't want to bring it to God. Mm-hmm. But 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 this reminds me that He actually wants to hear from me. Yeah. That he's not He's not sitting on His throne as God ruling over all of creation, and, and then when I come to Him, He's like, "Really, we got to deal with this again? No. Are you serious? Like you you did that again?" He's not He's not doing that. He's saying, "Come to me, please. Come to my throne, <laughs> and let me show you grace. I understand the temptation." I've been there, yeah. but I conquered it, and, and, and he doesn't. He's not disappointed in us. He's understanding. He's sympathetic yeah, towards us. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, mine's mine's really similar. Uh, how it kind of affects me is, you know, none of us uh, like uh, following yeah. somebody who can't understand where we've been. Right. I know that for for many of you guys, you may have been in different scenarios where you've had a leader, you've had somebody that you're supposed to follow, and uh, listen to what they say and trust them, uh, but they haven't experienced what you've experienced. They haven't uh, experienced the pain or the the suffering that you've experienced. They haven't been in the families that you've been in, all those things. And it makes it really difficult to follow somebody who hasn't mm-hmm. been where we've been. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I, I love about um, Jesus has been where we are. And so uh, we can follow him confidently knowing that he understands everything about what it means to be human. He limited himself to experience that uh, and allow us to follow him in that way. And, and there's just something so comforting about that to me because there's, there's nothing more comforting uh, in grief than to be able to sit with somebody who's experienced grief. Hmm. And Jesus has done that. Jesus has experienced grief. There's nothing more comforting uh, in the midst of struggle or temptation to be able to sit with and be encouraged by someone who has experienced struggle and temptation from the most powerful forces of evil Mm -hmm. in this world. There's nothing more uh, comforting to deal with pain, process pain with somebody who underwent immense pain. Uh, In his lifetime as a human and so uh, for me, there's a lot of comfort in it. There's a lot of uh, Excitement to be able to at any moment in any day in any moment of grief pain or struggle go to Christ and be like I need some help. Mm. I I need you to help me process this challenge me encourage me Remind me of who I am remind me of who you are all of those things Uh, so it really just shapes and shifts um, and makes him accessible in every moment of the day that I could experience. Yeah. And so yeah. that's what's, yeah, kind of yeah. shapes my life in that way. So well said. Yeah. And so uh, next week, we're going to be getting more into what did Jesus actually do? Mm-hmm. What did he actually accomplish as, as God? Uh, what was his role to play in the plan of God? So we'll get yeah. into that next week.
0: Very exciting. We'll see you then.